when you think about, I guess, what we're preparing for, we're always just trying, it, it doesn't really matter what comes up. So again, an example of this, when, when this whole social distancing started, we closed the gym, you know, my mindset right away, I was worried about, and Zach can attest to this, just my, my muscle ups and like, what about my snatches? And, and he kind of had to remind me that you can just move at home and we will still be fit and we will still be ready for anything that life has to throw at us. Hello everyone. And welcome to the stronger, healthier, happier podcast. We are very excited to have you with us and thrilled to have the opportunity to improve together. We believe that by paying close attention to our mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network, that we can create the life we were intended to live. Here is to a stronger, healthier, happier you. Hey guys, welcome back to the Stronger, Healthier, Happier podcast. This is episode five. And it is, well, day 49 when we're recording this, but it'll be day uh, 50 of our Get Rocked at Home program and isolation. And it'll also be uh, May the 4th when we release this episode. So May the 4th be with you. I was excited to say that on air today. <laughs> Pretty big day in our house. Uh, even though it's May the 3rd while we're recording this, but uh, you guys will get on May the 4th or after. So uh, May the 4th to everybody and uh, especially some Star Wars fans out there. Yes. Um, yeah, it's been another two weeks. We kind of record these every two weeks. So we are um, yeah, day 49 of kind of being at home with, with no jobs. And um, yeah, I mean, there's, there's always some, I don't know, there, I guess there's some negatives to it. Like we don't want to sound like we don't miss our old life either. But um, yeah, I guess being honest, life is, life is not too bad. Yeah, we've been definitely keeping busy. We've actually been doing uh, a lot of stuff on the business side of things that sometimes gets put on the back burner burner. We had an awesome coaches meeting on Wednesday night. Yeah. Through zoom. So it's so good to, um, see that crew that, that crew's faces. Um, yeah, we've been doing some stuff around the house and just with this turn of the weather getting warmer, uh, just been outside as much as possible. Yeah. And I mean, we've been kind of talking about this, I think quite a bit, not every day, but I mean, to be honest, we're kind of, we're very grateful for a lot of things and we're, to be honest, very grateful for the government. I feel like, um, you know, with our, our gym shutting down 50 days ago, I mean, I think back then we just had, first of all, we had no idea how long this was going to be and really no idea how we were going to navigate, um, life without a business. And, all of the struggles that come along with that. So, um, if Justin Trudeau is, is listening, a big, big shout out to him and the, and the crew. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't know, like I, I typically, I don't love complaining about things and I don't love hearing people complain about things. And I, I think quite often we, we complain about taxes and we complain about our government and, um, I don't know, I have nothing to complain about at this time. I think they've, from from our perspective and our line of work and our small business, we've um, I don't know we felt like they've they've done quite a bit for us. So. Yeah, they've definitely given us a few options, and um, you know our 
trying to come up with even additional options as we speak and, and roll out new programs. So I know that's not going to be the same for every single business, depending on the size of your business or if you're a sole proprietor, things like that. I know there's lots of businesses that are struggling and have fallen through the cracks with the programs that are out there. But yeah, for our um, listeners, people are often asking, I think, how we're doing. And yeah, we, we feel yeah. Um, just that we have options available to us and we are excited to yeah, push forward. And we know that the doors are going to open whenever they allow us to open and whatever that will look like. Yeah. And I don't know if I made this joke on the last podcast or not, but we are still not eating cat food yet. So we are still, uh, doing <laughs> we are okay still in making that, that joke. <laughs> um, um, but yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess since, since we last recorded, there has been a new three phase plan introduced. Uh, still no idea what that really means for us. And that is fine. Uh, we're just excited that there's kind of things happening to test the waters and we just hope everything really goes well. Yeah. And I think we've been kind of grouped into probably phase three along with other recreational facilities. And that was probably exactly what we expected. Um, whether you're across a gym or a yoga studio or good life fitness or whatever falls under recreational facilities. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, we're all kind of grouped together and it just is what it is. So if if phase one kind of starts, um, tomorrow, I think that's starts on Monday and phase two rolls out in another month. I mean, yeah, I guess we're just kind of, we're trying to stay mentally strong and, um, basically have no expectations because then they, (laughs) they can't be broken. Yeah, We know, um, yeah, we know we're going to hang on and we know we're going to be back and um and get rocked at home will continue yeah it being will provided. live on for <laughs> yeah. uh, i mean at least another i don't I know think, 30 I think we're 60. getting less funny in our videos we're doing more dance moves but yeah, yeah trying to get them trying to get them out there a little bit quicker um <laughs> reduce that screen time which we'll yeah. talk about later today what else we got to update people on um so last time we were just getting uh, i think after reading the happiness project we both kind of wanted to put uh, some action plans into place And so we made a little chart. Um, So I personally had three things on my chart. Uh, One of them was to do the four minute morning move every day. One of them was to take my vitamins and fish oil every day, which should be a habit by now, but for some reason I still forget. And one of them was to work on a course that I've been taking for two hours a week. And so, so how have you been doing with those goals? <laughs> I've actually been doing really well. I missed nice. now this X on the chart is going to haunt me probably forever. But the very first day of this action plan, I forgot about the four minute move <laughs> and took an X on day one, but I've recovered since that and I've been doing it every day. Haven't missed a day been really strong with the vitamins and I am yeah doing great with the course and I kind of wanted to chat about how I arrived at the two hours a week with the course um it was actually Zach that helped me set that number and so he said you know how much are you doing right now and often the number was zero hours per week which would lead to frustration and so he kind of said you know two hours a week would be a really good improvement then if we could set aside two hours a week and I said yes you're right and it's been working great now if you would have told me a couple of weeks ago or a month ago that I would only be able to set aside two hours a week or you could only do two hours a week um, I probably would have seemed disappointed because I should have tons of time to work on this course so it's just 
all about perspective. I, I am so thrilled with my two hours a week, even though if you would have told me when I started the class, that's what I was putting in, I would have told you you were crazy because I could work much harder than that. So yeah, I think it's a good lesson for everybody too, though. Yeah. Um, anytime we talk about anything on this podcast or whatever we're talking with, uh, I mean, let's just all hope one day we can talk to humans again in person, <laughs> um, you know, face to face. But anytime we're talking with people, it's kind of, um, you know, where are we at right now? And we're looking for a very small change um, because, you know, we're kind of talking about that today is that zero hours a week adds up to zero hours a month. Yes. <laughs> but two hours a week adds up to eight hours a month. Um, so those those little small improvements, um, it, you know, build those habits there. And if they, they sh- when it's a small habit that you're going to stick with, I mean, then it becomes sustainable. And then that's kind of how it adds up to big things. Yeah. And I think I also have often a a bit of an overachiever or an over planner. So sometimes I like to think that a lot more can get done in a day than what is physically possible. So I am just pumped with my two hours a week. So leave it at that. Um, Is that the end of your... That is the end of my action plan. plan. Yeah. So um, on my list, um, yeah, I'm always kind of working on reducing... Reducing screen time, um, mainly talking about cell phones, because um, usually when I'm on my computer, it is doing something um, productive. I'm trying to think if I, I don't really scroll on social media when I'm on my computer. So it's it, my computer is usually all good stuff and, and doing business work, but um, always trying to improve my uh, my time on my phone. So I kind of made a rule that um, rule or a plan here to, to hold myself accountable that one day a week. Um, will be screen free and I will kind of just put my phone aside and, and not not check it all day um, yeah I'm st- still working on that um, I was successful one day on that one last week um, the next one on my list is I call it a ZJ day it stands for Zach and Jen ZJ and um, yeah it's just kind of a, a, th- a thing I'm kind of doing I think that would be you know I think our relationship is fantastic um, Thanks, honey. Yes. <laughs> I don't think we want to get into um, what would happen if I said it wasn't fantastic, but no, everything is uh, everything is great. And I just think um, my plan was just one day a week to just kind of make sure we don't uh, get in the bad habit of just going downstairs to either watch TV together or even separately, but just have um, at least one day where we're going to play a board game or um, do a puzzle and... Uh, was it yes last night that we did Yahtzee night with our friends in Ottawa? Yeah, so we kind of had our board game Yahtzee night last night, and um, we're actually playing quite a few board games with my parents as well. But um, even when this is over, just kind of um, focusing on not getting caught up with life's to-do list. And um, I think sometimes we just we get so busy and stuck in a routine that we forget to make time for the things we truly love, um, which is spending time with you. Brownie points. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the, the next one we kind of, we both talked about this one. This one was, um, trying to really watch our, our time on our cell phone around our daughter. Um, Paxton is, is one now and very, very attentive. And it's, it's crazy now that whenever she sees that cell phone, she just kind of crawls to it and wants to play with it. And I like to think we're not on it very much, but, um, one thing on my list is that we, um, or I, I'm not on my phone um, around Paxson. So we kind of 
kind of created the, uh, I call it the phone prison rule. So basically I, um, when I'm in my house, I pick a room and that's kind of phone prison. So um, the phone might just stay in my bedroom the entire day. So if I need to use my phone, I can still kind of leave the room, go use my phone for, um, you know, if I need to text somebody or check something or do some Instagram work. But basically if the phone is yeah left there or left in the bathroom all day, then it's, um, it's not out in the living room or in the kitchen um, when I'm around Paxson. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you can be super good at not, um, not going on your phone. However, when you see those notifications or a text come through, it's just very hard. Absolutely. Yeah, it's just almost yeah. impossible. It to happened ignore, today. So. Just almost, um, totally unintentionally that I was just like, like, what am I doing here? I'm supposed to be eating dinner with Paxson. I'm yeah. going to check my phone. It's, it's just, um, yeah, I think it's, you know, I need to be more aware of it too. Um, and then the last thing, that was kind of on my list was, um, again, trying to build this habit of, I put five days per week. Um, I either want to, you know, do the four minute move with Jen, um, meditate, uh, work on some Wim Hof breathing exercises, which have been super cool. And then, um, or ice bath, um, which is kind of also part of the Wim Hof experience or the Wim Hof method. So, um, yeah, actually this week, kind of another update, um, my dad is kind of getting into Wim Hof as well. And um, kind of his idea was to get some ice baths. Ice baths, And I'm also still missing two teeth, if you can't tell. Um, I sometimes mess up the odd S here. Um, which actually takes us back to the three-phase plan. I think dental offices are opening up in phase one, which I was pretty psyched to see. Um, they might need a week or two, I think, to get ready with all of the... Um, new requirements, but, uh, yeah, hopefully Z money's going to get some teeth here pretty soon. Um, ice bath. Where was I? Ice baths. Yeah. So yeah. my dad had the idea of kind of doing our first official ice bath on, uh, his birthday, which was on Saturday, uh, this past Saturday. And yeah, so we went out and, um, he got a tub from PV Mart and I, I saw these really cool wine barrels, um, at Windsor plywood. And, uh, I kind of saw these online and, I think you can buy them for, geez, they were about a thousand dollars for a, you know, kind of a wine barrel, ice barrel. And that was, you know, way, way, way out of my price range. But I saw these cool wine barrels at uh, these old wine barrels at Windsor Plywood. So I, I bought one and we cut the top off and we got it ready to go. And I think Jen one night was putting our daughter to bed and I was out in the backyard doing uh, my handiwork with my, <laughs> with my tools. I might as well be a five-year-old. Um, <laughs> Without supervision. Yeah. Um, it might as well give me plastic tools at this point, but, <laughs> um, no, I had my tools out there and I was building myself a little, kind of a little stool to go at the bottom of the wine barrel. And I, geez, I think I was about there for an hour and, uh, I was measuring and cutting, measuring and cutting. And then I finished it and I was so psyched and it didn't fit in the barrel. I didn't, I measured every board two or three times to make sure I was cutting it correctly. And then I went to go put it in the wine barrel and I didn't measure the top of the wine barrel and it, it didn't go in. So that was, uh, we had a good laugh over that because it was about just an hour of me cutting wood for no reason. <laughs> I think he also tried to test the stool with about one screw in it. Yeah, I tried to do <laughs> a dry not run. not the appropriate time to test your work. Yeah, I tried to do a dry run, dry run on the patio. <laughs> I didn't have all my screws in yet. And uh, yeah, kind of flipped on my back there. So yeah, that was kind of a fun... <laughs> fun day but we did do we finally got it ready and uh, we did kind of do our first uh kind of Wim Hof uh ice bath there and um yeah just something new we're doing but if anybody anybody wants to check it out or anything you could definitely 
uh, send us a message. I can send you some, some pictures, but it turned out pretty cool. Yeah. Um, are we good there for updates? We are good there for updates. Okay. Awesome. Um, again, hope you guys are all doing good and, um, yeah, hope you enjoy that's kind of our, our two week update there. Um, yeah. So today's episode is kind of going back to the, uh, the original format from the, the first episode. We, we call this format, um, the triple threat and we are going to, we kind of dive into a little bit more of the, 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 um, the super six again that we talk about in our intro, um, mindset, movement, sleep, stress, nutrition, and network. Those are kind of the six, um, elements of health that we, we like to focus on. And yeah, the triple threat is going to kind of go through three of them. And we like to, you know, drop some knowledge bombs with those and kind of help people out in those categories. So, um, the first one we're going through today is movement and what we want to talk about first with movement. There was just, um, this is kind of the first, the first time we're kind of diving into the category of movement and there's a lot of, um, I think great things on our list. I think they're great. I guess we made the list or, um, kind of did some research on what we wanted to talk about, but the very first thing we want to touch on with, um, with everybody listening is, um, it's kind of a mindset one, but it's very important. We think for movement and working towards your goals. And basically it's called, we're calling it just enjoy the journey, which is maybe super cliche. Um, could also be interpreted as have fun, which is even more cliche, but, um, I think I say have fun again, back in the day where we used to work out with other people and the <laughs> clock would be counting down. I, you know, I always give a little pep talk on let's work hard. Let's pace things out. Let's breathe. Let's stay calm. And then I, you know, the last thing I always kind of say is let's have some fun. Um, and I think for us and, um, I'm hoping this resonates well with people listening is that you need to truly enjoy what you're doing. Um, if you, you know, really, really hate it. Um, but you're just doing it to kind of maybe reach a destination or a goal that you may have. Um, we find that it's, it's not going to be good in the long run. Yeah. I mean, I think overall, um, our kind of thoughts and I, I guess the reason why we love moving and love the gym is just to be prepared for anything in life. We want to be moving until we're 105 and we don't want anything to, to slow us down or to stop us or yeah, just kind of sway us from, from not trying something or doing something new. Yeah. So when you think about, I guess, what we're preparing for, we're always just trying, it, it doesn't really matter what comes up. So again, an example of this, when when this whole social distancing started, we closed the gym, you know, my mindset right away, I was worried about, and Zach can attest to this, just my my muscle ups and like, what about my snatches? And, and he kind of had to remind me that you can just move at home and we will still be fit and we will still be ready for anything that life has to throw at us. Yeah, for sure. It we doesn't are, mean that you're getting any less fit. And yeah, we, yeah. we are people who, who love to move. Um, and I kind of wrote down here is that, um, you need to live to love to move. And, um, yeah, I mean, CrossFit is obviously a huge passion of ours. 
um, obviously we, I mean, we do it every day and we own a gym, but, um, we, you know, even in those moments where, I mean, yeah, I haven't touched, I haven't touched a barbell in 50 days. Um, and before that I would touch a barbell almost every day, but it's kind of a lesson that this is forced upon us, I guess, is that we, we do just enjoy the journey of, um, getting healthier and we just enjoy moving. I mean, every time we do a workout in our backyard or our kitchen, you know, um, we don't love every second of it. You know, sometimes we're in, you know, we're working hard on workouts. Um, you know, we're Some not in the middle of the workout yeah. smiling, you know, it's not that kind of enjoyment, but we do truly enjoy what it brings us. And, um, I think it was, I think it was a Matt Fraser quote that, um, he said, I'm not addicted to CrossFit. I'm addicted to the results. And I mean, we are addicted is a, maybe a strong word, but we love how we feel when we move. And we kind of wanted to, um, lay that out there today because we feel that, you know, it all, and, um, we watched uh, a movie on Amazon Prime. Um, is it called Britney Runs a Marathon? It is, yeah. Right, Britney Runs a Marathon. Um, yeah, we actually started it because it it looked like, um, I don't know, just a good comedy. And it was actually a really, really good movie. Mm-hmm. I was just actually very, very surprised on, um, does it fall in the category of dramedy? Is that a word? Yeah, I think kinda so. Kind of half drama, half comedy. And it really kind of, um, I feel like, you know, it's all about her journey to becoming healthier in running. And, um, I mean, I've never ran a marathon and I, I don't have that on my bucket list. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm, I still, that, the whole story, the whole movie, I felt like resonated well with us because it's kind of what we're talking about here. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't want to go into, <laughs> um, you want to ruin the movie. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler alert, but uh, Brittany runs a marathon. Um, but, um, yeah, a great movie that kind of talks about what we're talking about right now in that, um, you know, if somebody is just working out, you know, we talk about maybe, you know, the, the girl who's maybe engaged and working out for her wedding or you know, guy or guy, sorry, um, girl or guy, but they have this goal of, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds for my wedding. Um, I just, I think that style of living or you're so you're not enjoying the exercise you're only doing it to lose some weight for this certain date then I think well what happens after that um, where I think if we can kind of take more of the um, the long-term approach you know looking far far off into the horizon of okay I want to be healthier and happier um, and I want to be fit um, and continue to get um, even more fit throughout my whole life um, you need to find something that you truly enjoy. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Zach said earlier, if you, if you hate yourself getting there or on the way there, what is going to happen when you actually arrive at that goal? And I think we can see it, you know, in, in CrossFit, we might say, you know, people are chasing that maybe guys are chasing that 300 pound back squat, or, you know, we can say I used to do figure competitions and I saw it happen all the time. People would just continuously sign up for show after show after show because it would give them this big, huge, um, kind of goal and reason to work out really hard. Um, and you could say the same thing about a marathon, you know, for, for some people, they just sign up for a marathon when they actually, they don't really love running that much, but it's, it's a thing that to hold them accountable. Which is good if you enjoy it. If you're enjoying Absolutely. the activities. Yeah. The accountability um, is great and the motivation, but 
Um, I often ask people when people ask me about, well, ask me about anything. I mean, if it's, whether it's CrossFit or mountain biking or triathlons or running, the, the first thing I say, like, do you love it? Cause, um, you know, I just don't think it's, I think there's, I think there's a way out there, um, you know, to find the thing that you love, um, that also gets you towards your goals. And that's kind of how we want to, what we wanted to t- touch on today. Um, and again, if you, if you come grab me in the middle of a really hard workout and it's plus 35 out and our gym does not have air conditioning, you ask me right in the middle of the workout, you try, you try to stop me and yell at me. Are you having fun, Zach? Are you having fun? Are you enjoying the journey? <laughs> I might tell you to beat it. Um, but if you ask me five minutes after the workout, I'm going to say, okay, let me ask you a question now. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love the hard work. Um, I love the adversity and battling through workouts and I love the results and kind of how it makes us feel after. So CrossFit for me has always been a thing that I love. Um, I played basketball again this season. I love it. Um, so it, it's truly, we need to, we need to find um, those things in life that we love um, that is going to help us towards our goals. Then we get to enjoy the journey. Yes, exactly. Okay. Good there. Um, our next one today is on stress. And this one is we're going to kind of go to screen time and more so even into social media on this one. Yeah. And just to give a, a little um, intro to, to, I think, on that topic is that, um, yeah, not all of our stress ones are going to be related to screen times or cell phones. But um, I mean, we've, we've done research on this and read about this and listened about this as well, is that the amount of time spent on your phone and social media has been linked to um, not good outcomes. Yeah, <laughs> negative, a lot of negative, negative emotions, negative mindset, and um, yeah. So that's kind of what we want to touch we're on. Just today. oh yeah, I mean we're always looking for like we are personally look, yeah. looking for ways to reduce our screen time and you know also reduce your reliance on likes for validation and things in your life because I think that is a major stressor. Uh, may there may maybe whether you realize it or you don't. Um, but it's a, a thing that goes on in our brain, almost like an addiction, those getting those likes. And so when you don't get them, that can also lead to negative thoughts. So um, our, our takeaway today is to do something amazing and wonderful and awesome and don't post about it. Um, there's a couple of reasons why we're going to, yeah, couple of reasons why we think this might be an awesome challenge yeah first of all it's just awareness um and before i kind of get into my little talk on this one i want to um, reiterate to our listeners or listener um again we hope it's plural <laughs> um to our listeners that uh, if if this is your first time of the podcast then it's the first time you're gonna hear it but i hope the rest of you have heard this already or understand this that we are with you on this journey. We there, we are not at the top of the mountain looking down and trying to tell you how to get up this mountain. We are at the bottom or we are maybe a quarter of the way up the mountain with you. So when we talk about things, it, we don't want them to sound preachy or ever sound that we are perfect. We are currently working on all of these things that we talk about, um, you know, time on your cell phone and the urges we have with our cell phone, like we, we need, we want people to be aware because, um, as we've created more awareness that we're like, Holy geez, like it's crazy how much, like now that I'm aware of it, I'm, I'm, I'm checking my phone 
like multiple times every hour for no reason. Like mm-hmm. it could just, I don't have any thing urgent coming up, but I, again, that's why I've had to create kind of the phone present. Like, um, it's not that I, like, I think we're all kind of on the same page. You know, I never mm-hmm. had some crazy cell phone addiction where I would be in the basement for 10 hours straight, not talking to my wife. Um, but it's still at a point where I want to be more present and yeah, we are working on, um, these habits with you guys. So again, um, I don't have the cure and we are not perfect, but I think just that's why we want to talk about these things together. I mean, I think one of the reasons that this one came up too is because we've seen in our own lives. I mean, you see it anytime you go to a concert. I mean, there's seriously more people videoing the concert than there are people just taking it in and being there. Yeah. I call like, that news the, flash, um, the video sucks. Yeah. I call that the, the, the concert <laughs> conundrum where... And again, hopefully people can relate in the next concert that we get to go to. But um, my story on that one, yeah, it's actually crazy that people, you go to this amazing experience and then you're not present for it. Um, So my story on that one is that, um, I'm trying to think how many years ago that was. It could have been seven years ago, but one of my favorite bands is Shinedown. And I got tickets to go see Shinedown in Winnipeg at the Pantages Playhouse. I was like five rows from the stage and it was just absolutely I was just psyched um, I was buzzing before the concert just so excited um, for Shinedown and then they um, the show starts and it is just electrifying and my heart is pounding and I am so excited probably just like just overwhelmed with emotions I was just pumped and then I think I should pull out my cell phone and capture this moment I thought that was a good idea. Um, so I pulled out my phone, I started videoing and I video kind of the, you know, the majority of the first song and then the first song ended and I kind of realized that I'm kind of looking at my phone. Um, I'm hoping my phone is taking good video. I'm trying to see what my phone is looking at to make sure I got, you know, the singer in the, in the frame, Brent Smith singing and it's just, it just t- took me right to the moment. And then I basically for the rest of the concert, I put my, I turned my phone off, put it in my pocket um, because it kind of ruined that, that first song for me that I was having this emotional connection, this incredible experience. And then the phone just flattened it. And I know people can agree with that too. So that was, you know, that was the last time I don't video at concerts anymore because um, it's just, it just takes away from the experience and kind of our, our point to you guys is that, um, you know, I think even when you're, uh, let's just say you take your kid to the playground and your phone is out. And I mean, if you're scrolling on social media, that's, that's not great. But if it, the phone is out and you're taking video and you're taking photos, um, and I mean, I understand I have, I have a, a one-year-old daughter too. There's, yeah, we're certainly not saying don't ever take photos yes. of memories. We, yeah. we understand that that's not, yeah, but do yeah. more awesome things and, and don't post about it. Don't even bring your phone, um, yeah, don't even bring it because if it's in your pocket, you're going to want to take it out. But it's just like, just be in the moment, live in the moment and just enjoy, um, enjoy some of those awesome experiences and just kind of create the memories that I don't think, you know, I, I don't even know where that video is. I took yeah. that video and I don't think we ever look back at these. Yeah. Well, I mean, videos. I don't think we really print or do anything with the majority of videos that we do take on our phone. But yeah. And again, I think- um, yeah. And the other thing I was going to say, like we've done this too, is that when you're reading a book, you can go, you can read three, four or five pages. You can read a whole chapter and then you think, geez, I wasn't, I don't even know what I was reading. Um, 
And that's kind of what happens when your phone is out all the time is that you're not actually absorbing much information. You're not present. And, um, you know, we think to this one falls under the stress category because one of the greatest ways to reduce stress is to, to kind of live in the moment, be in the moment. So if you go and do something awesome, whether it's with your dogs or nobody, you just walk by yourself or you're with your kid at the park, just be aware of it a bit more than maybe you are now. Cause we are also working on this, leave the phone at home and just enjoy that experience for what it is. We believe that is a way to um, bring more calm into your life. Yeah, absolutely. I think the big message is that memories exist even if we don't um, happen to catch them, capture them with our iPhones uh, or whatever phone you have. I shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't exclusively <laughs> say It's not an Apple uh, advertisement. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's really tough. And if you, like, I mean, oh, I kind of, in a way, I'm like almost jealous of our parents that got to grow up in or got to raise us and be and in a up, world yeah. that there just was no, this just wasn't a thing. Like there was no social media. There was no, I mean, sure you took pictures, but then you took them to get developed. You didn't even know what you took a picture of. You just hoped for the best. And um, maybe you'd go get them developed. Like I'm later. saying, yeah. yeah, it's just, and if you talk to them, they have so many memories of you when you were a kid. They, they have them all stored. And so I've been personally trying to like remind myself of that, that if I don't, if I don't capture something, cause it's so hard, I want to capture everything. It's still there. And you know, the two of us, between the two of us, we can remember memories yeah. and bring them up and share them with her. And like Jen said, it's, it's, we're not saying don't, we're not saying smash your phone. People don't smash <laughs> your phone, put the hammer down, just put it away a bit more often yeah. in that we also take photos, right? We also yes. take photos of Paxton and we have videos and we've just also realized that, oh, geez, it can kind of spiral out of control. Yes, where, or you're in the moment thinking, oh, this will be, I'm going to post this for sure. Like yeah. I'm, yes. So yeah. anyways, we Enjoy are Enjoy more this. moments um, free of your cell phone. Just be in the moment and, and, you know, connect. I think it just gives you a chance to connect more with, which has um, also been shown to reduce stress. We need to connect with humans. So um Again, I mean, go go on again, a date right and now. Don't bring yes. your phone. Yeah, well, maybe not now, but but you go on a walking date or yeah. some sort of bike date. There's no, uh, but I'm saying a fancy dinner date and go to the movies and you know, or um, geez, buy do something wonderful for your spouse or for a family member or a friend, and just just enjoy that moment for what it is. Um, we don't we don't need to. Um, doesn't take away from it. To yes, not exactly. Have it yeah, saved, really so. let that experience soak in, and we we think that's something that can could be in your goal. Could be an hour a day. Could be one day a week. You don't, or yeah, one experience. But so do something awesome, really awesome, incredible, cool, and um, don't post about it. Um, all right, the third one on our triple threat. We are diving into the nutrition category, and um, yeah, this one's. Um, a little bit more straightforward we're not yes. going we're not going we're not going quite as deep with this quite one. as deep into the uh human brain and emotions on this one but uh we've kind of labeled this one um and, and just okay so this is kind of the the intro to the nutrition category um if anybody has been following or knows us we like to keep it quite simple and basically when when in regards to nutrition <clears throat> um 
everything we talk about is going to be ways to increase your intake of real food. So it's not about eating. We never really talk about cutting calories or anything. It's just about we want to um, we want to eat lots of real food, and we want to reduce the amount of processed food that we're eating, and that's kind of it's all based on that. So we, you know, the the CrossFit um, um, kind of sentence that describes it that Greg Glassman's um, used is uh, eat meat and vegetables. Nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar. Um, you know, that's kind of evolved too. For us is eat meat, eat fish, eat eggs, eat fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, and basically anything that could come from a garden um, or a farm that humans haven't messed with and put with. it through a factory. Yeah. Absolutely. So this is going to be about eating real foods, and we kind of called this one um, Enhance your veggie experience. Yes. So the the first thing... Why do we, we want to enhance their veggie experience? That's well, kind of what we want to talk about first. Basically, if you hate your vegetables or vegetables in general, I'm going to guess that you are not using the optimal way of cooking them or seasoning them or combining them with different things. Because optimal way. That was a good word because... We were talking about this before and we kept using it. I think we said the right way, the right way. But the optimal way is a great word. Um, so the way to want to eat more, uh, and I, we say vegetables because often we enjoy fruits without cooking them. So there's maybe not as much sur- surrounding For that, sure. And when we talk about, that's, I mean, that's a great point because we want to enhance our veggie experience because getting someone to eat a steak or a well-seasoned chicken breast or burgers on the barbecue. Um, yeah, not many people are having the trouble there, but um, increasing your vegetable intake is key. Yes, always seems to be problematic. So the number, the first thing here, we got three little points, is cooking method. So we need to potentially, I don't know what exactly everyone's doing in their kitchens, but you can evolve your cooking methods. If you're, you've only ever tried steamed vegetables, um, introduce yourself to slow roasted vegetables in the oven. Yeah. I don't know. I, we're trying to think about this before too, is that, um, we if you roast, love your steamed veggies, Hey, have at her. Yeah. I but, mean, if you're crushing vegetables right now, yeah, then go for it. you're good to go. Um, but even if, even if you are, I mean, um, you know, we kind of did this with, uh, when we kind of did a little bit of a cooking class at, at our gym, um, we did steamed carrots, just steamed carrots. And then we did um, roasted carrots with butter, salt and pepper, and just a little bit of cinnamon. And it is just night and day. So basically almost any vegetable, like Jen said, there is kind of an optimal way where um, it's usually not just, I mean, Raw is okay. Again, if you're crushing raw vegetables and crushing veggie trays, I'm, I'm still going to give you a, a high five. Um, but but raw cauliflower is not my go-to. And raw... There's nothing wrong with it. It's just not what we prefer. Yes. I just... Or um, we could agree to disagree, but um, the raw cauliflower <laughs> is great. But if we, uh, you know, if we put some olive oil on it, we roast it in the oven for about 40 minutes at 400 with some salt and pepper. Then it's just it's just a totally different game. So we kind of said before, if you you know if you hate vegetables, there's a good chance you're not cooking them the most optimal way. So 
if anybody is kind of stumped out there, again, another point here is I have no culinary background um, aside from I've been in the fitness world for um, close to 10 years. And that's kind of when I started just upping my game in all the categories. So a lot, watch, watching lots of cooking shows. Um, I love Gordon Ramsay. And uh, I'm glad he's not in my kitchen swearing at me. But um, I just, yeah, I feel like just lots of experience and practicing along the way. So we do not like to hear, oh, I can't cook. Um, you can cook. Let, let's just, we just got to need a bit growth more practice. Yeah, yeah, growth mindset. But um, if so you yeah, have. Basically, basically any veggie can be yeah. roasted in the oven. So get out your baking sheets, chop them up, yeah. put them in the oven with some a little bit of olive, olive oil, oil salt, salt and pepper. And pepper. Yeah. And yeah, Zach's magic number is 400. Some, I mean, get them out before they're them. burnt. Yeah. But they <laughs> but, should be kind of caramelizing and that's, that's the sweet spot. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you guys, yeah, I mean, if you have any, um, if you want to ask a more specific question, um, go to our Instagram page, mm-hmm. um, or our website. Um, we are CrossFit underscore rocked on Instagram and we're CrossFit rocked dot com, uh, is our website. My phone number is on there. You can email or text. Don't be embarrassed, but say, hey, I got this vegetable. What do you think I should do? Um, because, I mean, even over the years, we will cut up red peppers, green peppers, and some zucchini. It goes olive on the barbecue. Oil, salt and pepper. A little bit of olive barbecue. oil, salt and pepper. Barbecue. Yeah. Boom. Game changer. Um, we even start roasting it, yeah, I mean, radishes. We, yeah, we do get a lot of frozen veggies big in our household just because yep. they're quick um so we will steam them quickly but then we'll kind of finish them yeah in a frying pan with some coconut oil and or some butter salt and, and, salt and pepper, pepper. <laughs> so there's there is there's a theme going with uh the the kind of which finishing l- them with the healthy fat and some salt and pepper which is important because your body needs fat to go down with those veggies if it wants to absorb a lot of the nutrients that they have to offer. So eating them plain also isn't optimal in that sense and that you're maybe not getting all the nutrients um, delivered properly. Absolutely. And that leads us into kind of point number two on this enhance your veggie experience is that you need, and this is, this is coming from the chefs here. This is all of the chefs that I've watched on TV. Basically Gordon Ramsay. Basically Gordon Ramsay is, um, he always yells at them when they don't do it, but you need to season your food. You need to season your vegetables. Um, salt is good for us. Okay. Salt is good for us. There has been some confusion over salt in the last couple of decades. All of that info has been debunked. Um, salt is flavor and salt is good for us. We need salt. We need salt to live. So you need to salt and pepper. Um, assuming you like pepper, but we like pepper. So we put essentially salt and pepper goes onto everything. The correct amount, if you over salt, you can taste it and it's not good. Um, if you under salt, it's a bit bland. Um, so again, when you... It's lo- not the veggies fault. It's because you didn't add enough salt. Exactly. It's not, yeah. Quit blaming the veggies. Um, you either didn't kind of prepare it the best way or you didn't season it um, the best way. But again... Um, you can, you can kind of take my, you could take the, take it to the test. You steam some veggies, nothing else. Okay. It's just not a great experience. Very, very bland and bitter. Um, you roast some carrots with a little bit of olive oil and salt, um, salt to taste kind of, you got to find that sweet spot. Um, man, it's game changing way, just way yeah. better. Well, and it's important too to, 
to, to season during cooking. Um, food is meant to be seasoned while you're cooking it. Uh, not you cook it all and then you sprinkle it on, on top and it makes it, it makes a huge difference. Um, you know, we like to have pre-made spice mixes. Maybe that'll be our next triple threat. Some pre-made spice mixes at home, just from spices that we get in bulk. Yeah. Which I think um, I was trying to say before, and I think I got off track there, but, um, yeah, message us. You can message us anytime. And like I said, my phone number is on our website. You can text me. Hey, I have this veggie. How do I cook it? How do I season it? I would be glad to help. Um, that has happened before. People have reached out. I'm also sure other people than us know different things and you can use the googly if you need but. yeah for sure um yeah you could go to the real real deal <laughs> yeah. chefs uh, on, on google um but yeah i mean we, we've learned a lot of great tricks over the years um we are not chefs but um salt and pepper goes i'm not way. eating i'm eating a lot of vegetables we are eating a lot of vegetables we did the 800 gram challenge where you got to eat 800 grams of fruits and vegetables and um we, yeah we like to eat a lot of vegetables in this house because they're awesome for you um and that's why we're talking about this topic right now in our nutrition is um well first of all find the vegetables that you like to eat but sometimes again i've some of them i think people dislike because of these reasons we're talking about so yeah um Um, and i think just a quick note on the the whole salt discussion which we're not getting into on this particular podcast but in the salt as in seasoning on whole real foods uh not an issue salt as a preservative in processed foods is where we sometimes get into um, issues with too much salt and things like that so completely um, different topic i'm sure sure. yeah there i'm sure there are issues with too much sodium in products but they those are typically highly processed processed. packaged foods yeah Uh, so that is not what we're talking we're not talking about adding salt to um those things but again reach out if you have any questions on that uh, we've also read the salt fix by dr james nicolantonio that's a long last name um and a, a book completely dedicated to um just on salt just on salt and and um, getting people to understand that we need salt to live and salt is good for us and um yeah so we've got uh, we need to prepare vegetables better and we need to season them correctly and then boom there's the there's the flavor and that's how we will get to eat more of them yeah i mean even if you say you like what you're doing it just gives you more options to be able to roast them barbecue them fry them whatever it may be yeah number three this is the salad matrix so um again how we this is kind of how we build our salads in in our house and and this is another way to help us or help other people um, consume more vegetables and um, yeah we we eat lots of real foods and um, we don't eat little little salads made out of romaine lettuce and that's kind of what Jen is going to kind of talk about next is how we kind of build our salads so that they are um, yeah very healthy and also nourish us yeah I mean I think starting out too is that we we just came to this realization today that we do not I don't think our salads ever fit onto our d- dinner plates. So we have big kind of glass bowls. So if we're going to have a salad, um, whether it's a starter or it's, you know, kind of the main course with some kind of protein, uh, they're fairly large. So just keep that in mind. If you if you love salads, make sure you're eating enough. Um, 
Yeah, yeah we're not, not talking about eating salads five, to yes, cut calories. Here. No, we're just, make the salad as big as you want. We are eating them almost out of serving dishes here. Um, so we start with some field greens or some spinach. The darker, the better, um, more nutrients. And that's kind of what we always are our go-tos. Obviously, if we can get anything local during growing season, that is our number one option. But if not... Yeah, we don't make salads. Um, we don't make salads with iceberg lettuce or romaine lettuce. We, we, we like to go with the greens that are going to be better bang for your buck. Um, yeah, in terms of nutrients. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is our matrix here. Once you've got your base, we're going to go a fruit, a veggie, a nut, a cheese. And then dressing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, so one of our favorites, and we kind of go through that, uh, go through the list again. Fruit. fruit. Um, yeah. I mean, you could literally pick almost any fruit and it's going to make that salad yeah. better. Well, you do you, your favorite salad and I'll tell favorite, you Favorite. Um, we, again, we sound like these, these health nuts here. Oh, my favorite salad. But um, yeah, again, we love eating fruits and vegetables and we also love eating meat. Um, but we definitely notice how we feel by eating more fruits and vegetables. So um, if we start with fruit, um, I like putting apples. Um, I would put um, either ha half an apple in my salad and the other half in, in Jen's salad. Um, okay, your veggie? My veggie. To go with the apple, again, you could pick any vegetable. Really, it's, it's probably going to go good with apple. Um, we'll go with a red bell pepper. Um, nut. Uh, I love pecans. And cheese. Um... I usually like goat or feta, so I would take goat cheese for there. So if I go um, spinach as my base and then I go apple, red bell pepper, pecans and goat cheese, that is going to be a pretty good salad. And especially if we top it with a, a good dressing that we're going to talk about. Yes. Um, What's yours? So mine, my absolute favorite, I'm just loving this. I think we got uh, the combo from Queer Eye for Straight Guy. Is that what it's called? I think it's just called Queer, Queer Eye. Eye? Yeah. Okay. Um, it would be fruit, some sort of pepper, a grapefruit, almonds, goat cheese, and I like to throw a little avocado on there. That's that's an extra. Yeah, the um, yeah the grapefruit, the yeah grapefruit avocado. The combo, combo is, is unreal. Yeah, really good. Uh, so for dressings, we always go olive oil. Uh, quite a healthy serving of olive oil and then some kind of vinegar so we have red wine vinegar white wine vinegar apple cider vinegar um balsamic vinegar we just change it up depending on what we have in there and sometimes like your best my favorite dressing that you make has that mustard in it as well yeah so if somebody like that would be our Basically, favorite so juice, yeah, yeah. Go, be, but you're basically trying to pick an oil so i mean olive oil i think should always be the base of it olive oil is super 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 um good for you and it is best when it's kind of not cooked with so that's why we like to use it for our dressings but you go um again almost even parts but maybe maybe a bit more olive oil um than the lemon juice but olive oil and lemon juice um and again big surprise you put a bit of salt and pepper in there and then you add as much dijon mustard as you like um but olive oil lemon juice dijon salt and pepper um a super easy dressing to make at home and we just make it um i mean you can make it in a jar and shake it or you could basically just pour those ingredients yeah, on the salad just pour them on. um but for the most part we don't put we don't love store-bought dressings um the reason being is that usually the number one ingredient is canola oil or soy soybean oil and um again we're not going to get into that right now but 
Um, olive oil is the way to go. Um, those other oils are just can't compare as or far just as ingredients that we can't pronounce. Exactly. So we love that, uh, that homemade dressing, but, um, yeah, we think it's important in that nutrition category that we are eating lots of fruits and vegetables. And we believe with those three tips, kind of preparing them, um, you know, in, in a more optimal way, seasoning properly and creating awesome salads, kind of using that salad matrix of pick your base of greens. Um, and again, we just recommend uh, our go-tos, I guess, is just usually spinach or field greens. And then you follow it with a fruit, a veggie, a nut, a cheese, get creative, mix it up, top it with um, a simple homemade dressing and you are going to be good to go. Yeah, you can never go wrong. Um, Let us know your favorite combos. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That is the the triple threat today. Um, we hope everybody is doing well. Um, if you want to, uh, hopefully a lot of people listening are already following us online, get rocked at home, and we'd love to see um, more and more faces every Sunday at 1.30 p.m. for our Zoom workouts. Yeah, let us know if you want to join by in, uh, emailing admin at CrossFitRock.com. Have an awesome week, you guys. Happy May 4th, and may the force be with you. Yes, and may the 4th be with you. (laughs) Stay strong, stay healthy, and stay happy, everybody. We will see you next time. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode. We really appreciate your support and hope to have you back again soon. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Ted Good Music and the band Heat, for allowing us to use their music. Until next time. Let's keep rewriting our story and redefining who we are.